Welcome to the Body Smart Podcast, where we remove roadblocks to fitness and health to empower you to master your health habits. We help you become body smart. Sorry. Okay, so today we want to talk about do I really have to do this for the rest of my life? Um, the answer is yes. Um, <laughs> so, with fitness, with uh, you know, health related things, that's a, a question we ask ourselves a lot, I think, is like, oh my gosh, do I really have to keep exercising forever? Um, just because, you know, it, it is who is the Greek god that had to keep pushing the rock up the mountain. Oh, oh, that was Sisyphus. Sisyphus. I don't know, but yes, Sisyphus. Um, names are not my strong suit, so that was going to be a, a tough reach if I got wrong. <laughs> so Sisyphus. But yeah, pushing the rock up the mountain forever—that's kind of what uh, exercise feels like. And so yeah, we want to talk about reframing how we think about exercise. It is not a punishment for bad eating or punishment for. Uh, gaining a few pounds, it's not torture, it shouldn't be a miserable experience. Instead, it should really be designed around our life and lifestyle, and really it's there to help us be able to do the things we love and, and live um, the lifestyle that we want. And so like fitness and, and exercise should actually be pretty fun and enjoyable and rewarding and all those things. So if it doesn't feel that way for you now, we want to help you get there. And that's the point of today. So we want to talk about the difference between exercising and working out, um, kind of that mindset, finding out what you love and and then what let that why fuel you. So finding out what your why is and letting that fuel you. So tell me something. When was the last time I want I want you to drop that in the comments down below. When was the last time that you kind of felt burnt out with exercise? burn out with working out um let's talk about that uh, it happens to all of us where we get a little overwhelmed i think my last one was during COVID. um i tried to dig a trampoline pit at the same time i was trying to really ramp up my running i thought oh this is my year to really get uh faster and all this stuff so i was running a ton and decided to drink, dig a trampoline pit by hand and my body eventually just said yeah no sorry that's too much and so I, I got kind of beat up and burnt out, and, and that was no fun. Um, yeah, anybody else that looks like uh, Jason's uh, type and something? Yeah, definitely want to hear what are what was the last time you really felt burnt out, beat up, um, and and yeah, where your fitness was was really not going according to plan. Well, so I think one of the problems is just it's kind of like the standard american thing right we talked about the standard american diet sad um but i think it's the the mentality behind exercise right kind of that no pain no gain um that like i've got to grind it out right if i'm not always working hard if i'm not always intense then what am i even doing right and um you know that looks nice for a movie montage right you got the, like the rocky and doing the push-ups and doing the running and, and all those things but for real life um, you know, when we're just trying to work out intensely all the time, it just really isn't sustainable. It's right. one of the best recipes for burnout and injury and <laughs> for hating it. Yeah. yeah. And, and unfortunately, that's kind of what gets taught in, in school, right? Mm -hmm. Like Cameron has talked about that so many times. And I think a lot of us have had that experience of running being a punishment, 
or exercise being a punishment or like, you know, it's a gym class and they're just pushing you hard the entire class. Um, and so when that's your exposure to exercise, right? Like it's yeah. really uncomfortable and I feel like throwing up and I have to go until someone says I can stop. Like it just doesn't become fun. It doesn't, um, you know, it doesn't end up serving your goals. You don't end up working right. out in a way that is enjoyable, that fits your needs, that fits your lifestyle. Um, you know, I think that's the the mistake too, is it's like a lot of what gets preached is like this one size fits all. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't always work, right? You've got to, you've got to find some nuance. And so I think that goes into that, like the, exercise. Yeah. Right. The difference between exercise and working out. Um, <laughs> Exercise really to me is anything, any kind of meaningful movement, right? Any way you move that helps you keep moving. Yeah, keep moving. <laughs> that helps. You know, there there are multiple goals, right? Preserving your motion, so your mobility, that helps you become more stable, that builds your strength or that builds your power, right? We talk about those all the time. Um, yeah, um, but yeah, so it just does the movement that I'm doing line up with what my goal is. So essentially there's, there's really no right way to exercise or wrong way to exercise. It's just, does that line up? And is it enjoyable to me? Do I like it? Um, when we can line some of those things up, those exercises or those different ways of moving, when we can line that up with what our goal is, then it's less of a chore. And if we can find things that we enjoy doing and like to do, then it's not so much of a punishment. It's not so awful and miserable. Um, I went from hating running because, yeah, it was this punishment for, for um, you know, either for performance or, or whatever, to really loving running um, when I found that I could just go run at whatever pace I felt like that day on the trail, keep it easy and enjoy it and just get to go explore and, and see what I wanted to see. That became really fun and enjoyable. And, and I fell in love with uh, that aspect of running. I like I we've said before, I don't necessarily consider myself to be a runner, but I do love to go get lost in the woods. And so I run regularly so that I can and it preserves my ability to do everything else. Um, but that's when exercise be stopped becoming a workout for me that I took the work out of working out. Ooh, there you go. Um, <laughs> because it really became something that's doing these activities is supporting the life and lifestyle and the things that I want to do. So when I reframed that of like, I'm going to do this today because that will help me do this better. Right. Essentially where my Monday through Friday exercise supported the activities and things that I love to do on the weekends or, or whatever that switch uh, mentally really helped me to, to enjoy running more, to enjoy weightlifting more or um, just fitness and movement in general. Um, yeah, it, that reframe really did help. Well, it's the exact opposite of the weekend warrior, right? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That, that is my brother. He is the weekend warrior. Right. And he's always coming to me. He's like, oh, man. So he's only two years older than me. He's like, oh, man, I feel like I'm getting so old, right? Like, oh, I keep hurting my shoulder. I keep doing this. I was like, dude, you're, you're like, you do this every every time, right? Like, you don't really exercise much in the weekend or much during the week. Right. Like you get a couple things in maybe and then you just hit it so hard. Right. Like he'll take the mountain bike out for hours and then wonder why the next couple of days he's like so sore, so hurting. Right. Versus just doing at least something every day 
is going to prepare your body a lot more for, for the other things that you want to do. And I love that way of thinking about it, right? right. Like, what do I love to do? How can my exercise fuel that? Um, you know, it's interesting. I, uh, a friend was telling me about this, um, this lady who's helping that she didn't like traditional exercise, right? Like lifting weights, et cetera, et cetera. Who uses that? And no one talks like that. Anyway. <laughs> But, I wasn't going to call you out on it that time. <laughs> but anyway, she um, she really enjoyed yoga. And so what he did was looked up what poses activate certain muscles the most. Um, so she, like, in her running, she was kind of having some some glute pain. And so he looked up, like, what what exercises get active, activate the glutes the most. Um, and so he found a couple of different specific yoga poses. Yeah. And that was something that she was willing to do, right? She could incorporate that into what she was just regularly doing during the week. And it helped her running, right? It helped her feel better when she was on a run. Right. Um, and so I thought that was such a cool way to, to approach that, right? And and you can do that with anything, right? Um, like we talked about before, Christy loves riding horses, right? Like that's a yeah. big part of what she what she does and loves and being in that world. Um, and so there's so many different, you know, each of you have different things that you love to do, right? Whether it be horseback riding, whether it be kayaking or swimming or hiking or cycling, right? Right. There's things that we can do in each of those to, um, to incorporate movement throughout the day that, uh, that serve those goals, um, but that can be a little bit more fun, a little bit more enjoyable. Right. And so I think just being able to explore, find out what those are, um, can, can really lead to exercise being a lot more fun. Yeah. So Shannon said, every time my family gets together, we play volleyball or tennis. Um, my brother has a sustained injury, still bugging him from the last activity. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. I, I always make fun of him uh, a little bit. Well, not just a little bit. Um, just because he's always got something from the last time we got together. And so uh, you would think that it motivates him to avoid the injury in the first place by exercising regularly, but no. So he's, um, but he's six years younger than us. And he, you would think he was like 10 years older than us. Well, it's funny. You have two brothers that are kind of like this too. The one, he exercises more frequently, but he's always, he doesn't, he does the big things, right? He's more of the, the weekend warrior of like, I'm going to go bike for 60 miles um, on my road bike. And so he'll hop on the Peloton or whatever a couple of times in the week. So he'll ride a little bit, especially if he's training for something. But then he expects that somehow to magically translate to playing volleyball or to being able to throw or play tennis again um, after having shoulder surgery and, and, and things like that. And it's like, yeah, if you would do all the things that help you, you know, we see that a lot too. So that one brother that Shannon is talking about also uh, is, is kind of funny in that he plays a lot of sports as his fitness, which is great except for that is the recipe for injury and why he's always feeling beat up is the exercise should support the activities you love to do. The activities alone, even, even if those activities are running or weightlifting or things like that, then if, if weightlifting is your favorite thing to do, then you should do other exercises that help support your weightlifting. So whatever your deficits are in weightlifting, oh, you know, kind of like with running, Often one of the deficits we find is is strength problems that people don't have enough hip or or quad strength or things like that or calf strength, and so yeah, that often becomes a problem. What'd you say? 
I think we're talking about different brothers, but it's a problem for all of them. Well, yeah, there's two of them. I'm not going to name them by name. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I was talking about both, right? So younger brother and older brother both kind of have that issue. Yeah, number three. Oh, three of them? Yeah, that's true. Your other brother also does that. So he goes in big spurts of like, I'm going to lift a ton of weights all of a sudden, and then I'm going to stop and, and lose a bunch of weight, and then I'm going to stop and gain a bunch of weight. And then, yeah, he fluctuates quite a bit. But they all love to be active. So this is the hard part, I guess, for me and, and where I, I want to chime in, but don't do it's family and it's, it gets awkward. But they all love to be active and they lead this really active lifestyle. But they they struggle to do. And this is something that I've had to learn over time um, is is doing the things that help support the things that I love to do, doing the strength training and the activities that really help support that. Yeah. And that's that really is it's hard because it's finding or making the time to be able to do that and and really switching up those aspects of your lifestyle that help support that. Well, I just, you know, um, it would be it would be nice if we could just you know only do the single thing. But um, yeah. if we really want to bulletproof ourselves, like we need to challenge our body in new and different ways from what we're what we're doing. So part of the reason that you see that, like whether it's you know a sport or whether it's like running, if you're only doing the running, like your body's never getting challenged in like you know moving in like a diagonal or like up and down, right? It's just kind of this slow, methodical, you know, forward well, motion. Just very repetitive, very, too. Yeah. Very repetitive, right? The problem is that, like, we don't live life in a straight line, <laughs> right? Like, we're not just on a, a walking on a treadmill all the time. And so, like, we're going to get challenged in different ways, right? Like, Especially I'm, in sports. Especially in sports, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm doing a cutting movement or, like, I'm trail running and my foot slips on a rock. Right. Like if I haven't ever challenged my body in different ways, if I haven't strength trained those deficits, if I haven't done, um, you know, maybe some plyometrics or some other things to challenge those areas, then when that moment comes, not going to be prepared. And so that's really what it's about, like preparing you for whatever you're going to encounter, um, because we don't want you to have to think about before you go out, like someone invites you on a hike. You just want to be like, yeah, let's go. Um, instead of like, oh, you know, my ankle is kind of, and then this, right? If you're training to be prepared for all of that, um, including regular right, aerobic exercise, regular strength training, then you're not going to have to think about it, right? You know that you're prepared to live life, whatever that looks like for you. And that's an amazing thing. And it's so freeing, right? To not let your body keep you from doing what you want to do. Yeah. Um, the, the, it's, it, it becomes a, a conscious decision, right? Like, I don't want to do that because X, Y, Z versus I don't want to do that because my body's going to hurt or I don't think I can keep up with it. Mm -hmm. um, we want, like, that's what we want other people to be thinking about you. Like, oh, I wish I could think, keep up with Christy. I wish right. I could keep up with Joyce, right? Um, and so if we kind of reframe what exercise, like Cameron said, again, if we reframe what exercise is for us and what it means we can do, then I think it becomes a lot easier to do it and also when we understand that it doesn't have to be this all-out intense effort all the time right it really goes back to that 80 20 principle that we teach all the time um is just kind of that like lower intensity sustained movements most of the time with some of those more intense um exercises added in 
uh, you know, to keep us healthy on both ends of the spectrum. Right. And, and just to allow your body to adapt so that your activities that you love to do are well within your capability of doing them. So I think that's where we most injuries and problems come from is we if we're just a weekend warrior, then all the activities that we do are right at the very edge of our capacity, right? So we're up here instead of being well within our capacity. And so it really is just a capacity problem. We don't build up our capacity enough. And so when we go to be active, we push it past what we're currently capable of sustaining and we get injured. No fun. Because then we can't do the things that we love to do. And it, it takes us out for periods of time and just lots of, of other hangups and problems from that. So that's the idea is find those things you love to do. And, and so it kind of helps to design your workout plan and what you want to do um with us right that letting us know what those things are that you want to support with your fitness is really really helpful because then we can help custom tailor that and custom design that to you so part of that you kind of have to work backwards in in reverse and say okay what what is my real why why do i want to do all these things what are the things that i want to do and what are the things that I need to do to support the things that I want to do so that I can accomplish my why? Yeah. Does that make sense? So you, you kind of have to start with your why. So that's something I want to hear from you guys. What is that overarching why? Why do you want to stay fit, healthy, active? Like what is that thing that you're really exercising for? Um, so I think it'd be a share that with story. us. Yeah. I think Bart's story is a great example of, yeah. of this. So, and I've shared that before. So Bart is a just an awesome athlete and, and awesome guy who had this goal of, of climbing Everest and really his why behind it. Cause you're like, why would you want to go climb Everest? That's true. Psycho. Cause so many people die or have problems and it's just so hard and costs so much money, all these things. But he wanted to show his grandkids that they could do hard things and that you can accomplish even something that seems out outlandish, um, that you can do something uh, very great with your life if you choose to, and if you put in the work and dedication and whatnot. And so he made this a goal and and worked hard for it and all this stuff. And he got he kind of hit this wall in training for it where he just was not sure if he wanted to keep going. It was so hard to like keep slogging along and, and preparing his body for it. Um, and in that process. He had to kind of sit down and go, okay, what really is my why? I want to show my grandkids this, but, you know, what's going to get me out of bed in the morning? So Bart was able to summit Everest and everything with this realization that he's not going to get out of bed for himself, but he will get out of bed for his grandkids. He will get out of bed for his children. He will get out of bed for those things. That was his motivator and that deeper sense of why. And so, um, like, definitely when we talk, when we, when we discuss things, I want to I want to learn what is your why, um, so that we can we can dive deeper <clears throat> into what's going to get you out of bed in the morning, what's going to keep you motivated, what are the activities then that you want to exercise for, and then we can design those those exercise programs really around the activities that are going to help you accomplish your why. That that is the the key part of of really. All of this and that's when exercise stops becoming a workout that's where you take the work out of working out beautiful, beautiful. 
There it is. It is just goes back to tying like what you're doing to your values. And that goes for not just exercise, but but pretty much everything that we're doing. And so um, what we'll go ahead and do after this call is post that exercise for you. Um, and then it's also in your uh, in Geneva or not in, in Zendler. So there's a module called Find Your Why in the Becoming Body Smart. Um, and so that's a great exercise to do, but especially around exercise. Um, and it asks you a bunch of, bunch of questions. So there's some videos that go along with that that explain that and then that worksheet to go through yourself. Um, and, and again, like being able to hold on to that why really makes a difference when it's an early morning or when it's cold outside or when whatever uh, potential barrier comes up. You know, I know for myself, um, I have watched my parents get less and less and less healthy over the years. And like it breaks my heart, especially for my son. So I have a son that's four and my parents can't do much with him, right? Like he loves to run and jump and play and wrestle. And they're just not able to do much of that with him. And that makes it like, this is a super huge bummer for me, right? It's tough. It's, it's tough. And like knowing them when they did exercise more and like they got to do that stuff with me growing up. And I feel like Liam is missing out and I don't want my kids. I don't want future grandkids to experience that. Right. I want to be the one that's climbing the mountain with them. I want to be the one that's out on a leg. I want to be the one that's wrestling with them. And that, helps me through the resistance that helps me when motivation is, is kind of on the low end um, of like wanting to be there and show up for my kid and set a good example for him mm -hmm. um, so he knows what a healthy lifestyle looks like um, so that he learns to exercise in a way that keeps him healthy and happy and like not getting injured again and again and again and so that has been a hugely valuable exercise for both Cameron and I. Like we've both gone through that exercise. Um, all of these exercises that we've designed for in the modules, we've gone through them ourselves. They have been, um, you know, meaningful for us and also backed by research, right? Yeah. Um, we want the things that, that we're having you do to be meaningful for you and to help you make and take the steps towards living the lifestyle that you wanted to, right? Towards being able to live that why, to be able to live in a way that's connected to your values. And so when we when we drop these resources for you, when we ask you to do this, it's for your benefit, right? So that you can stay connected, so that you can stay healthy, so that you can have reasons to keep going when the going gets tough, right? I know that's kind of like a cheesy phrase, but, but yeah. I think having that deeper value, that deeper connection really can drive you forward um, in all seasons of life. Yeah. And so Christy just dropped a comment where she said, you know, um, that she wants to be able to keep up until she dies, that she wants to be able to hike and ride and and work the, the garden and the farm forever. And that's exactly like it's about being able to live life on your terms and do the things that you love to do for as long as you want to do them. That's the goal. Um, whatever that looks like for you, it's being able to live life really on your terms, on on you know, your timetable and your scale. And and I know that life throws us curveballs, right? There's always going to be things that get in the way of that. But that's the whole point of becoming body smart, honestly, is when those curveballs come up, you know what to do to restructure, reframe, and get back on track, even though it may be a totally different track. Um, 
you know, that's, that's why we call this a roadmap versus a blueprint is everybody's journey on the, on the map is going to be a little bit different. Um, but essentially, you know, all roads lead to Rome. Uh, we can all get to where we want to go, but there's going to be some detours and, and, you know, some hairpin turns down some steep canyons, um, things like that, that, that make life challenging and interesting and difficult at times. But that's what becoming body smart really is about is helping you navigate those things and get back on track. Um, you know, sometimes people say, well, I know how to do these things. You know, I've, I've been healthy my whole life and, and it's true at the same time, something jumped the tracks and that's why you're talking to me right now. And so like, let's, let's take that time to help you get on track. So when, when we have our next call, when we, you know, when we talk again, let's talk about those things like that deeper why, and what we can do to help you um, really accomplish that deeper why and, and make working out and, and exercise not such a chore so that you enjoy it. And it really fuels all the other aspects of your life um, that it gives you the energy, the better sleep, the, all those benefits we talked about so that you can keep doing it and have that motivation to keep doing it for the rest of your life. Um, that's about all we have for time. And I'm worried that it's going to cancel the recording again because I think I'm running out of space on my hard drive again because um, we keep doing so many great videos for you guys, right? That's what we say. Anyway. Um, no, we love we love just sharing and helping and having those conversations that, that hopefully are helping you. Um, and and yeah, we we want to just keep bringing the love for everybody so that we can all live that that we're looking to do. All right, thank you so much, and we'll catch you on Thursday's call. Um, yeah, we will see you then. Thanks for listening to the Body Smart Podcast. Join us in the Body Smart community on Facebook to share your successes or ask a question for our next episode. Now get out there and take the next step toward living your active lifestyle.